The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Friday, August 14th edition. We have a 12-game slate on tap for you tonight. It was supposed to be 13, but the Cardinals are still doing Cardinals things. So we have 12 games on tap for you tonight. A little bit of weather to keep an eye on, but uh, the biggest takeaway, we have pitching galore. It's been a couple ugly days. It's typical. Every five days, we get some good pitching. Every you know, We have a couple days in a row with good pitching, but tonight we have 12 games with some really good pitching to look at. Uh, last night was wild. Mookie bets three home runs. The Rays just absolutely torched the Boston Red Sox. The Orioles completed a sweep of the fighting Phils. I guess they're not fighting anymore. Uh, Chalky DiScofani did not get there. The reports coming out, and it kind of was what I was speculating, was tipping his pitches. And uh, they figured it out when it was too late, when there was nine runs on the board, because the bullpen shut him down for seven innings. That does you something that we were, the Pirates' bats aren't great, as we expected. So, Lots to think about there. Lots to look at tonight. So let's get at it. Uh, your totals on this 12-game slate. We're waiting on Red Sox-Yankees as Ryan Brazier looks to be taking the mound for the Red Sox. And we're waiting on Mets-Phillies as DeGrom. Should, uh, he's questionable. It should be going against Spencer Howard. So that's a fun little matchup there for uh, for everyone to enjoy. But uh, Braves-Marlins, 8.5. Marlins are finally home. It's the first time they've been home in like, like almost two and a half to three weeks. So it's been a while for them. So Braves-Marlins, 8.5. Pirates, Reds, eight and a half. Indians, Tigers, nine. Nats, Orioles, nine. Royals, Twins, nine and a half. Bruku, Cubs, waiting on that one because it's Wrigley and you always wait on the weather there. Uh, Rangers, Rockies, 12 and a half. By far the highest total on this slate because you have Lance Lynn, good pitcher, against Ryan Castellani. He pitched four innings in Seattle a week last week. Has never pitched in Coors Field. This is going to be a fun one. The Rangers are favorites in Colorado tonight. Uh, Seattle, Houston, total nine. Dodgers, Angels, nine. Padres, D-backs, nine. And A's, Giants wrap up the evening with a total of eight. So as you can tell, compared to most nights, we got some good totals to look at, some good games to check out. So one thing also with the weather I mentioned, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, about 15% chance to rain. Cleveland, Detroit, wind blowing in from left field about 10 miles an hour. Washington, Baltimore, 15 to 20% chances of rain. Kansas City, Minnesota, about 25% chances of rain with the wind howling out to left field. So uh, keep an eye on all those. Hopefully they all get in. The chances aren't too heavy. Uh, watch your local weather deals. 
that you enjoy for that information. All right, let's take a look at the pitching. There's three guys over 10K. There's Jacob DeGrom at 11-6. He's day-to-day. He should be just fine, hopefully, for tonight. Garrett Cole at 11,000. Kershaw at 10-6. If I'm picking one guy up here, it's Garrett Cole. I just go to him every time. The, the, the guy's legit. He's also, I guess, somewhere considering a slow start this year. But 10Ks is last time out. Looks pretty darn good to be against Tampa Bay. He had 10Ks over four and two-thirds, three earned runs. He's given up a home run in every start. That's something that we mentioned a lot even last year is if you want to get really, really ballsy in a GPP, he's good for one or two home runs a game, kind of like a Scherzer is, like a Verlander. They don't care. They know their stuff's that good. They're going to groove it in there. So they're going to they're gonna make their stuff happen. So Cole at 11,000 versus Boston. I'm not going to go super deep into this because – you know what you're getting with Garrett Cole. You know what you're getting with the Boston Red Sox. The Boston that's bats are pretty, pretty quiet overall. Like the damage they've been doing of late has been against bullpens. So they're not like lighting the world on fire about against everybody else. They have a 299 Wobe and a 160 ISO versus righties. They're striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, so Cole, Cole is a great play at 11,000. He's the guy I'd pay for if I'm going up big. But on a slate like this, I don't think I need to get in there. Um, Aaron, thank you. It's raining hard in Minnesota. So that's good to know. Wendy this morning, likely clearing up this evening. Thank you, Aaron Rasmus. We appreciate it. And uh, as you guys can tell, we do this live feed on my Twitter through Periscope. It's also on the Road to Baller YouTube channel live. So you can check all that stuff out at all times. You can always subscribe to MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes and your other platforms. Get a rating review there. We'd appreciate it. But the live chat, you can come and uh, be a part of the show every morning. And so uh, always fun stuff in there. But uh, yeah, if I'm paying up for pitching, I'm paying up for Cole. Otherwise, I'm going to save cash because it's there's a lot of really good options tonight. Like for once, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys in the 9K range. That is something we haven't seen all year for sure. Rarely ever see, period. Uh, Merrill Kelly at home against San Diego, I'll pass. He's been pitching very well, but I'll pass. I'd rather go to Sonny Gray at 96 at home against Pittsburgh. Like I mentioned, Discofani was tipping pitches. Let's get on the the, uh, the Sonny Gray train. He got beaten around a little bit at Milwaukee his last time out. But his three starts prior, all at Great American Small Park. Dominated Cleveland, dominated the Cubs, dominated the Tigers. 28, 39, 30 and a half DraftKings points. Absolutely filth from one Sonny Gray in those outings. So lots to like, obviously, with Mr. Sonny Gray. Pirates only a 3.4 team total, second lowest on the slate, only to the Giants. 233 well, but 100 ISO versus righties that we talked about yesterday. Uh, Sonny Gray is the real freaking deal right now. Absolutely dealing out there with a carry of almost 30%, ground ball rate of over 50%. Uh, Sonny Gray at 9600 bucks. sign me up for him. Uh, the next guy I'll be taking a look at on this slate is Mr. Aaron Savali at $9,300. Uh, I don't know how Jake Odorizzi's 94. I know he's facing the Royals, but yeah. But give me Aaron Savali at $9,300. Uh, this guy is, is awesome, over 20 points every time out. Uh, I was on him in season long. We preached him up in that, and he's been absolutely great. So far this year, six innings or more in three straight starts. No more than three earned runs in any start. He had a, um, he's had five or more Ks in every start. He had five last one, nine in each of the previous two. Uh, nice ground ball to fly ball ratio as well. He's doing it all. And that, that I mentioned the ground ball to fly ball because that really like I know it's it's Captain Obvious stuff, but keeping the ball in the ballpark, it's a very nice thing to have. And uh, the the Tigers have a three point nine team total. They have a uh, 290 Woba, 180 ISO versus uh, right-handed pitching, and they strike out almost 32% of the time versus righties. So expect Savali, as long as all things go well, to get back closer to that nine-strikeout range, not the five-strikeout range versus the Detroit Tigers, making Aaron Savali a very, very strong play for you today. So Sonny Gray and Aaron Savali up here, and there's one more in the 9K range. We're going to take a peek at it. That's Danellison Lamette, $9,200 at the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
It's been all or nothing for Lamette. Dealt against Arizona at home his last time out, six and two thirds, one hundred eleven Ks. Against the Dodgers, only struck out two, so it wasn't great. But then the Giants struck out seven, and then he faced Arizona again, struck out eight. So he's faced Arizona twice. He's thrown eleven and two thirds innings. He's given up two runs. He struck out nineteen D backs in those eleven and two thirds innings. A thirty-seven point eight and a twenty-five point seven point performance against Arizona. Some might say, "Well, now they got they know him." I don't think it's going to matter with Arizona. Uh, they have a 313 Woban, a dreadful 146 ice one. That's with a souped-up uh, Rocky series just coming off of that. So the Nelson Lamette at 9200 bucks. I think he kind of gets overlooked in this range, so something to keep an eye on if you want to differentiate because Sonny Gray is going to be pretty popular. Um, you look at um, Savali, he'll be popular as well. So Lamette's a very good pivot with the, the way he's dominated Arizona already, as we mentioned uh, the first two times this season. So that could be a very strong play. If you want to play the ownership game in a GPP, Tyler Chat was ninety one hundred bucks at home against Milwaukee. The one thing I'll say is he got beat around his last time. There's no hiding that at all. But he still did not walk a soul. The swinging strike rate was still very very strong. He got babbipped to death, like ridiculous amounts of babbip. So it's still risky. Ninety one hundred bucks isn't great. Milwaukee's bats just aren't lighting the world on fire. So that's why I wanted to bring them up. Um, they, as a team, the Brew Crew have a 288 Woba and a 138 ISO, which is dreadful. And they're striking out almost 29% of the time versus right handed pitching. So, is Chatwood a must? No. But what Chatwood could do is be a very, very nice contrarian GPP play in his matchup against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, if you so choose. But in the 9K range, I got Savali 1, Gray 2, Lamette 3, all very, very good options. One thing on a slate this size, you can play the ownership game and, and have a lot of fun with that. The other guy I'm playing today, and I'm going to probably play a lot, like Gray and this guy, Savali and this guy are, are some fun combos, even Lamette and this guy. That's Frankie Montas, 8400 bucks. I really can't wrap my head around how he's not in that 9K range. Montas is an absolute monster. His first two starts of the year, I, I'm just going to credit it up to him getting loose, you know, 81 pitches, 77 pitches. But now he's ramped up. He's good to go. Back-to-back starts of seven innings. No earned, one earned. Five Ks, nine Ks. He had five or more Ks in three of his four starts. He looked filthy against the Astros and then at Seattle. He looked great. He looked like the Frankie Montas we know and love that we expected. One five seven ERA. He has a four two seven x tip, which is scary. But the last two starts, x tip in the three, which is something we can definitely live with with Frankie Montas. Plus, now he's facing a Giants team with the lowest total on the slate at three three four two ninety nine ISO one thirty or one thirty ISO two ninety nine Woba first righties. Uh, there's a ton to like a Frankie Montas. Eighty four hundred bucks seems silly to me. Like I said, cash games go Montas and either Gray, Savali, or Lamette. I don't care. I'd probably, go, I'd probably go Savali and Montas in cash right now. That's where I'd be heading for sure against the Tigers and against the Giants. That's where I'd be going. But uh, you have a lot of options in these ranges. And Montas at his price point is just too cheap for the matchup he's in compared to other guys in this slate. So love me some Frankie Montas at $8,400. If you're looking to punt tonight, Pablo Lopez, 6900 bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, last year, Pablo dominated at home, much, much better, better at home. He pitched okay his last time out against um, the Mets, just walked too many guys, walked four guys, and then he pitched great against Baltimore his first time out. Now he's back home in a very, very good spot here against the Atlanta Braves, a Braves team that has a team total of 4.25. Um, they're hitting righties good, 354 well, but 223 ice, so that's great. They also strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. There's a good chance they have no Ronald Acuna tonight to go with no Ozzy Albies. So that lineup's going to start looking more and more depleted. So I think Pablo Lopez at $6,900, definitely punt viable on this slate. And then the other guy you're going to look at that everyone's going to talk about is Spencer Howard at $4,000 against the Mets. 
The Mets bats are cheap tonight. I think they are some very nice value in their matchup. But you, you also have to look at Howard. You know the pedigrees there with him. He made his debut against Atlanta, four and two-thirds, seven hits, four and get two homers, one walk, four Ks. Not ideal. Not not ideal at all. But he has $4,000. Like he got you almost six points. How many batters do we play at $4,000? You're like, okay, six isn't horrible. It's cash game viable. It's cash game viable at six points. You obviously want more from your pitchers. That's, that's, that's the hard part. Like I love the punt pitchers. I have no problem punting them going, hey, give me 10 or 12. That's awesome. But now you got to make that up with your bats also. So just remember that's going to be really, really interesting with um, – yeah, no, I know what you mean, Aaron. Why couldn't they be on yesterday's slate? That would have been great. But um, Howard at 4K, very punt viable. Just know um, it, it, the one thing you're doing when you're sacrificing your pitching, like if you pay 4K more for, for Montas, we can get you 25 to 30 points. and That's like a 13 to 14-point gap. Are you going to be able to spread out that 4K through all of your – your bats to get that gap, very possible, very possible. But uh, also realize there's so many good pitchers tonight that it's going to be some really good matchups as well. So I'm not saying don't do it. I love it. We talk punt pitching on this podcast all the time. But uh, I'm not I'm not as in love with Howard, but I totally get it, and I'll probably have a share or two. But it's not uh, the most ideal situation for me. All right, 10K and above. Like I said, you don't have to pay up tonight if you don't want to, but Garrett Cole at 11,000, sign me up. In the 9K range, that's a sweet spot. Sonny Gray, Savali, Lamette. I like, I like Savali the best out of those three. Chatwood's an interesting ownership play if you want to go there. And then Frankie Montas with the with the bullet. Frankie Montas all day long. And your punts are Pablo Lopez and Spencer Howard. All right, your catchers on this slate. Rio Muto coming off a double dong night. Gets to Grom tonight. I might pass on Rio Muto tonight, but if you want to feel frisky, knock yourself out. But uh, we'll, we'll just save some cash here at the, the catcher's position tonight, which is a a nice thing to be able to do um, on slates like this. But like if you are fading Chatwood, Omar Narvaez at 4K has a little bit of viability to you. But I'd still like to go even cheaper on this slate if you can. Like I'm, I'm just still scrolling here. Martin Maldonado at 35 versus Kikuchi has a little bit of a, an upside to you there. Uh, Francisco Cervelli is swinging a really good bat, actually. He's 3,400 versus Kyle Wright. Cervelli, 16, 18, 0, 18, 12, 0, 14. Been very, very productive from the catcher's position. He's 3,400 versus Kyle Wright. So Cervelli's a nice cheapie if you choose to go that direction. Or you can keep saving money. If you want to fade Clayton Kershaw, Max Dassey's 31. Not sure I'd be planting my flag there, but that is an option for you as well. And you can keep saving even more. The position Tucker Barnhart went deep yesterday. He's 29 versus Chad Cool. We love the target Chad Cool, period, especially with lefties. So Cool's been a little better this year. I won't like completely downgrade him. But the Reds are five. Uh, five Point one team total tonight. Definitely something to keep in mind against Mr. Chad Cool. So Tucker Barnhart is in play. Um, other than that, there'll be a few more guys here and there. Just check uh, check the lineups as they come out and see what uh, stands out for you there. First base position. Again, big slate. Lots and lots of options. You got Matty Olson versus Johnny Cueto at 51. That's something to keep an eye on. Todd Frazier and Coors at 5K. It's a steep, steep Todd Frazier price. But the matchup versus Castellani is awesome. Gave up so many home runs last year. A lot of pitch to contact. He's like he's less than a K per inning type guy. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that matchup goes. Then you get that Rockies bullpen. Texas should like their team total six point five. Like it should be uh, something special in that one. Something to definitely keep an eye on. Yet again, um, a few others to take a look at though. When you scroll on down at the position, uh, Miguel Sano against Junis is interesting. Junis. He showed some reverse splits at times last year, and so did uh, Miguel. Right now, lefties are in 350, righties 332 versus Junis. 
Um, Sano gets overlooked a lot because he's super inconsistent. So in a GPP, he's in play. You're you're at 46. I always love Luke Voigt, especially for righty. We talked about it many, many times. He hits righties very, very well. So 4,500 for Voigt hitting at the top of that Yankees order. The Yankees should be very popular tonight. They should be just below Coors. Uh, actually, if, uh, as they face Brazier, who – where did you go, Yankee? There he is. Um, lefty's 377, righty's 264 off Brazier. A very small sample, but I still like Voigt in that matchup at 4,500. Going on down to the below 4K range, like you go 4K at Jesus Aguilar if you're feeling feeling that one there. But like Tommy Lestella probably not going there tonight. Mike Ford though at 38 if he cracks the Yankees lineup against Brazier, cheaper piece of that action. Marwin Gonzalez at 38 if you're stacking Minnesota, cheaper piece of that action as well. If you want to get some extra pieces of that puzzle in there, Hunter Dozier at 34. When I was doing research last night, it kept standing out to me over and over again. Uh, he's returned from the IL, hasn't had the big game yet, but still. Five or more points in all three games. He had like three walks last game. He's walking a hit, walking a couple ribbies. He's being very productive, facing Odorizzi. I mentioned that wind blowing out. If the if the rain holds off like they're saying, that could be a very interesting play at 3,400. Uh, Eric Hosmer went deep yesterday. He's 33 versus uh, Merrill Kelly. Carol, Kelly's been throwing well. Hosmer's been hitting well too. So 3,300 bucks for Haas is some nice savings. The first base does have some o- openings. Uh, overall on this slate, I'll, I'll say I'm going to pay – not pay a lot, but like 4K or more in a lot of positions. The outfield's got a ton of savings. You got some good savings here at first base as well. Other positions don't quite have some of the savings. Jake Cronenworth, 2,800 from Merrill Kelly, if you want to go back to that well, which I love him. Uh, I'll play him a lot. So uh, his, his bat skills are very, very, very good. So don't mind that at all. Uh, second base position, Whit Merrifield's up to 5,900, which just sounds crazy. He's stroking it. He's roping it, but uh, that's that's wild, wild stuff. Uh, DJ LeMahieu at 5,200 against Brazier. Another steep price tag. Really good spot, but that's steep when you can uh, go down like Nick Solak at 47 versus Castellani. That's, that seems like a very, very strong play compared to those other price points. I get it. Merrifield's been beasting out. LeMahieu's been beasting out. But you get Solak, who's hitting pretty darn well in Coors versus Castellani. That uh, stands out as some savings uh, that, you, that that's worth looking into. Um, other than that, though, like I said, it's, it's a weird slate because there's so much good pitching. Like, if you want to fade Sonny Gray, okay, there's some options with Newman and Frazier, but I'm not fading Sonny Gray. Uh, you go to John Birdie at 4K, get on, steal some bags, but only for the power. That's the difference there. Uh, go down even farther. It's just really, really bleak at this position. Like, Luis Arias at 3600 bucks in cash, sure. Not sure it's a GPP strong enough in, in his matchup. You could look at, like, Chris Taylor and Kiki Hernandez's versus uh, uh, Patrick Sandoval, the lefty. There'll, there'll be options with the Dodgers in that one. Uh, Josh Van Meter's down to 3K. He's playing pretty much every day, so he's a, he's a discount versus Chad Cool. Mentioned Cronenworth at 28. Andres Jimenez at 28 versus Howard. Jimenez continues to get it done fantasy-wise, 12, 10, and 10 in three straight games, a, a 0 and a 22, so 10 or more in four of five. Gets on, steals some bags, and scores some runs. So you could punt easily with Jimenez at 2800 bucks in cash and a little GPP viability. Uh, don't mind that one at all. Third base position, we have uh, Aaron Otto and Coors at 6K. Not bad. Bregman at 57, okay. But Jose Ramirez at 56 versus Ivan Nova is very interesting. The Indians, uh, they're going to get overlooked, I think, on this slate versus Mr. Nova, and they shouldn't because the Indians have a team total of 5.12. Uh, lefty's 350, righty's 349 versus Nova. The Indians' bats have struggled this year. 271, Woba, and a .09 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Very, very big struggle. But you get a guy like Jose Ramirez in this matchup, it stands out pretty, pretty good. 
You got Chapman at 53 if you want to fade Cueto. The ball is flying out of Oracle compared to what it used to, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. Like, don't don't ignore that information. Lefties are at 367, righties 296 off of Cueto. So you can go there if you so choose, but uh, not the most standout sexy play on the board. Your shell at 49 versus Brazier. Justin Turner at 48 versus Patrick Sandoval. You can look at those two for sure. Um, but going on down for some savings potentially, like a Brian Anderson at only 41 versus Kyle Wright. That's actually pretty strong as, as, as he's been playing great back-to-back 18-point games, the homeward and back-to-back games for Mr. Brian Anderson. One of your better values on this slate is Isaiah Kenner-Falefa, only 4K in Coors Field. I think that's a very, very strong value, very big mispricing there by DraftKings. So IKF at 4K is someone to uh, to keep in mind on today's slate as well. But this is one of those positions where the, the value really shrinks up. Like Hunter Dozier at 34 still is some pretty interesting value to me at this position. Like Yoan Camargo at 3K if you want to go there, but I'm really not running to go play Yoel uh, you know, Camargo in that scenario. So there might be someone that pops up as things happen. Like Alec Baum is now um, – he's viable, but he's facing Jacob DeGrom. Do you want to play Baum at 21 versus DeGrom? Probably not. Probably not for me. Shortstop position. Trevor Story, 6,200. Tatis Jr., 56. I'll take the $600 save for Tatis all day. And you also got Frenchy Lindor at 52 versus Nova. That's a good spot there. But uh, priced up a little high. That's, that's, it's interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Seager's back and went deep, but he's uh, I'll pass tonight on that price point. I like when he's a lot cheaper. That's for darn sure. Uh, this is a position that's very, very tricky. Very tricky. Like Elvis Anderson, Coors at 47, stands out. Carlos Correa versus Kikuchi at 45. That looks pretty strong as well as Correa has been hitting it pretty good this year when he uh, swings that ass B. That's one thing he's doing pretty good. Uh, Dansby Swanson at 44. Don't hate that versus Pablo Lopez either. But you can save some cash. Jorge Blanco at only 42 versus uh, Junis. Johnny VR at 41 versus Wright. Two good savings there at the shortstop position with Blanco and VR. It's kind of like uh, if, I, if I pay for those pitchers in the 9K range, I'll probably be living in this like 4K range. That's just the way it's going to work out. Uh, John Birdie, you mentioned him earlier at 4K. Alberto Mondesi, he's 3900 bucks. If you believe he can get it going, he's a guy to look at at that price point. That is some savings, but, man, he's been tilting this year. Very, very tilting, so keep that in mind. Uh, J.P. Crawford is lefty-lefty, but 3400 bucks. Not horrible savings. I do like Freddie Galvis at 3300 uh, Playing pretty well this year. He went deep yesterday, back-to-back games with home runs. Overall, you know, hitting 250, but four homers. He's been productive for the Reds at $3,300. Decent savings in a matchup for Chad Cool in the Pittsburgh Pirates bullpen. So I don't hate that if you're looking to save some cash at the shortstop position. Andres Jimenez at $2,800, obviously a solid cash savings as well. All right, the outfield, as I mentioned, it's – well, A, it's loaded because there's 12 freaking games. But B, there is some serious savings if you don't want to pay up. Like the beasts are up here. There's no hiding it. Maybe Judge comes back in a cushy matchup versus Brazier. Uh, Blackman and Coors, Blackman's hitting like 500 so uh, over like the last so many games. He's 6K. I guess that's a nuts price. You got Trout versus Kershaw at 5,800. Betts coming off a triple dong night at 56. They're all great plays. They're all great plays in their own rights, but you don't have to pay up if you don't want to. If you want to, sure. Their ceiling is probably higher than some of these other guys, but there's ways like Joey Gallo and Coors at 54. I, I say, save a couple bucks from the guys up top. Gallo at 54 versus Castellani and the bullpen. That's a strong, strong play. Uh, so keep in mind stuff like that. But if you want to save, like uh, Nick Castellanos at 48 is okay. Um, Christian Yellick at 48 is not bad. I mentioned Nick Solak earlier at 47. He brings some upside to his matchup um, in Coors. 
Like Max Kepler at 46 versus Junis, like that a lot. That's a very strong play. Aaron Hicks versus Brazier at 45. Hicks hit in the middle of that order, put up a 13 spot last night. He's back-to-back double-digit games. Maybe, just maybe, Hicks is getting it going. He's hit safely in uh, four straight in um, seven of his last eight. So maybe Hicks is slowly getting it going after a very rough start. 4500 bucks, middle of the Yankees order. Decent savings for you right there. And then a few more you can take a peek at. Marcelo Zuna versus Lopez, not bad at 44. I want lefties versus Lopez. Overall, not bad in that matchup. Jorge Soler versus Odorizzi at 43. If you're going to stack some Royals against Minnesota, which could be interesting tonight. That's not always the greatest stack, but interesting. Like Willie Calhoun, I know he's been struggling. He's only $4,200 in Coors. That is awesome. Derek Dietrich is with Texas. He played the other night, had a, a monster game. He's $4,200 in Coors. So there's two cheap Coors bats with the Tigers to, to, to look at for sure. Mentioned Johnny VR earlier. Brett Gardner's only 4K, and Clint Frazier's 4K. Frazier had a monster first game, uh, and he should be playing more often, but keep an eye on Gardner and Frazier if they're in the lineup with the 4,000. Michael Conforto stays hot at 4,000. This is what I was mentioning. The, the outfield position, lots of plays you don't have to pay up for. There were some very talented guys here. So Conforto at 4K. If Talkman cracks the lineup, he's 39 in a really, really strong spot. Um, there, there's a lot down here. Dylan Moore is only 38 versus uh, Framber Valdez. Decent savings for you in that one. And there's 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 a few more I really, really like down here if you want to super say. Like Jesse Winker at 36. Guy is crushing baseballs right now. He's hit safely in two, four. I wrote this up last night. Seven. I believe it's eight of his last nine. And in six or seven of those eight are all multi-hit. He's had uh, four straight multi-hit games. He has 10 or more DK points in four straight games or five of his last six. He's 3600 bucks versus Chad Cool. Winker is a very strong play tonight. He's the cover boy on my values article over at rotoballer.com for today's slate. So um, check out some some Winker at that price point. A few others. Uh, Trent Grisham's always interesting at 36. Good matchup versus Kelly. I, I respect Kelly, but we know how the, the rails can come off for Kelly as well. So Grisham at 36 and a late-night Padre stack is, is in play often. Byron Buxton's only 35. Um, he brings a tear to my eyes that he's actually starting to play well. Double dong last night out, but just he's hitting for a 298 average. He has five homers. He's doing things that we all dreamed Byron Buxton could do. Just stay healthy, my man. Like the talent level's always been there. Stay healthy. 3,500 is a good price tag. A healthy Byron Buxton at 35 in a good matchup is strong. Uh, Brandon Nimmo at 34, good savings. If Jake Cave crashed, uh, gets in the Minnesota lineup at 33, that's strong as well. Ian Happ, even though I love Brandon Woodruff, Ian Happ at 33, a little bit of upside for you in that one. Um, Nixon Zell is crushing it. Big game yesterday. He's 3,200. That's a really nice savings for some power upside. Like Winker might be more the cash play with Sinzel, more the GPP, or you stack them together because they're both kind of hitting close to the order more often than not unless they move it around again. But that that's an interesting option for you. So, again, tons of plays down here if you want to save some cash. Uh, like Akiyama's 3K, Van Meter's 3K, Brian Goodwin's 30K, but it's first Kershaw, so maybe not. Jacoby Jones versus Savali, as much as I love Savali Jones at 3K, decent punt if you're not using Savali. The upside is definitely there. Uh, if you think uh, Cole's going to struggle or give some up, Verdugo's only 2900 bucks leading off most likely. Little things like that you can take a peek at. Uh, but one of my favorite punts, he's cash game viable. He's stackable. I mentioned him pretty much every day this week. I should have mentioned him earlier because he's having a good year, but he's really swinging it well. He uh, had a combo meal the other day, a homer and a stolen base for those keeping track at home. Robbie Grossman, 2700 bucks. Versus Cueto, that is extreme savings. Like Grossman and, and Jimenez, both twenty seven and twenty eight. 
you could do that pretty much do whatever you want. Like in cash, I'd probably start with those two uh, and put them with your pitchers and go from there. But um, you don't have to. Like, I'd rather have Grossman than Jimenez if you had to pick one of the two, but both very cash viable if you're looking at um, my mine right there. All right. Well, what three what three outfielders were there? Aaron Aaron said I named uh, his three outfielders all under forty six hundred bucks. There's a lot of good ones down there. Like I'm saying, you don't have to pay up in the outfield tonight. Something to definitely keep in mind. Uh, yes, Ronnie VR is the man. He can get on steal bases, add up those points in a big big way. Um, while we're recapping things here, pitching wise, if I'm paying up for one of the guys above ten k, it's Garrett Cole in the nine k range. Savali, Gray, Lamette in that order, all very good. Chat with an imp- interesting GPP pivot. Um, Frankie Montas, $8,400. Absolutely love Frankie today. And then your punts are Lopez and Howard. So definitely look at those. And if you're stacking it up, the Rangers and Coors are, are just sweet in that matchup versus Castellani. That's simple. Rockies are always in play, but give me the Rangers tonight for sure. The Twins versus Junis is very, very strong. The Royals are sneaky in their comeback with the, with uh, Odorizzi. Like, I'm not a big Odorizzi guy. Lefty's hitting 326, righty's 262. Royals only a 311 Woba, but a 180 ISO is not horrible. Hunter Dozier's coming back. You got Solaire. You got Merrifield. You got some bats there. Salvi's swinging it, like heating up a little bit. I'm not saying go all in on the Royals, but they're one of the sneakier ones I kind of like tonight. I think there's some upside there in that matchup. Uh, the Astros are always in play against uh, Kikuchi. You could definitely look at that. Um, the Indians versus Nova, they've got the Indians' bats are off to a stupid slow start, but a really good matchup versus Nova tonight. So that could be one, but they're the, the Indians are a little more pricey. So that's an interesting one in their matchup. Uh, the Reds versus Cool, I'm a fan of big time. I think the Padres, Merrill Kelly, I respect what Kelly's doing this year. Padres could be an interesting late night hammer. Padres and A's, those two in their match versus Kelly and Cueto, two pitchers that are pitching good. Like they haven't had the blow ups at the same time. These offenses, you get into the bullpens, could get quite interesting. The Marlins versus Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright has been wrong so far this year. So. The Marlins. Marlins and Royals, never sexy, but could bring you some upside. They're not, they're not like my Orioles, who we love stacking. But uh, Marlins and Royals could be two that you could take a peek at tonight. But lots and lots of fun on this slate. Really, really fun slate. 12 games. I love when we have actual pitching to take a look at. And then uh, we can go and build from there, which makes things very, very nice. Instead of like, there's two pitchers. Like, I cashed in a cash game with these Scofani getting minus 18 because he, he was so cheap. You know, it sucked, but you compare him with Darvish, get all the bats, it still worked out. Like, that's just the way these kind of bad slates are working out. These ones you kind of have to, to think a little bit, which is really fun because the pitching's so good. They, they all should be really good, but the one that just takes that next step in the same price range gives you an extra, like, 10 points. That's tremendous because if you're using the same pitcher, you're going to be close in the bats. There's 12 games, so you can differentiate, obviously, but you're going to be kind of focusing on the same things with those pitchers. But the one that you get to hit is huge. So Savali, Montas, and Gray, those three, like Nixon and matching those where I want to kind of live tonight, see where things go. Um, Beast Bald asks, would you stack Gallo, Solak, Chu, and Andres? The answer is yes. Also, don't forget uh, Willie Calhoun is stupid cheap, and so is Derek Dietrich. So you can get a lot of Texas love there. Real, real cheap, Beast Bald. But uh, Aaron, love those outfielders as well. Thanks for joining me in the live chat, everybody. Thanks for listening, as always. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Um, check it out, like, like I said, on my Periscope on Twitter at BDNTrick, on the Rotobar YouTube channel, or go to subscribe at your podcast platforms at MLB DFS Quick Hits. Please give a rating and review on iTunes. Check all that good stuff out. Give me a follow on Twitter. I will help you everywhere I can. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. It's been another fun week in the books. Let's make some more green screens. It's fun seeing the green screens and the Slack chats. I have a free Slack chat at Fantasy Sports DGENs and much, much more. Oh, yes, the Lion Star Pod, getting ready for that later, Beast Ball. Let's do it, my friend. 
But uh, you guys have a great weekend. It's always a pleasure. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 14th edition. I'm out. Thank you.